I just want to be with Nick at the end of this. I'd live in a shack with no diamonds for Nick. I would. That's how much I care about Nick and want to be with Nick. Who am I? Welcome to Dudes Watch The Bachelor. This is a recap of Season 21, Episode 7 of ABC's The Bachelor, Nick Vile Edition. Dudes Watch is a premiere show where dudes recap traditionally non-dude shows. This voice talking to you is from Reed Styles, and I'm joined by my co-host Dave Neal. What's up, Dave? Hello, how are you? <laughs> the old rose mic, I like that. Got the old rose mic bit. <laughs> are you going to use that tonight at the show? Uh, you know what? No. These roses are going to die in a week, and my relationship hopefully will not. Um, but you know what? It's Valentine's Day. You got to buy your chick roses because that's what society tells you to do. Dude, so one, one of the cut best some flowers marketing. down. One of the best marketing ploys of all time. Incredible. Um, Every restaurant, it's, it's insane. Got us. I love it. We're not doing Valentine's today. We both have jobs, so uh, we're going to do it another day. So it kind of worked out this week for me. Okay, so this week... I've got at least two choices for the title of the episode. I've got Sneaky Sneaky. Ooh, Sweethearts Be Mine. Be Mine. And I Really, Really Like You. <laughs> <laughs> How do you which one do you like the best? I really out of I, I really, really like you. Or I don't Sneaky Sneaky. Or Be Mine. <laughs> I like I like I, I like Sneaky Sneaky. Okay. Those are all good. Those are all fire. Fuego. All I right. mean, so you you loved this episode, dude. Uh, let, let's uh, let's kick it. Uh, tell us about your social media real fast. Where can we find you, Dave? Uh, Dave Neal on Facebook. Sex actually is the name of my podcast, and um, I do two episodes a week. So go listen to that. Dating and relationship advice. Comedians talking about getting laid and things like that. Yeah, maybe one day I'll be on there. We never know. <laughs> We're going to tease the shit out of it. You're going to get on there. So uh, I've also got Instagram. That's dudes watch all one word. I'm now on Facebook. I've got up. I think I've got up to 50 likes this week. So just Ooh. like both of those. Things are looking good. So if you're new to the show, welcome. Dave and I talk about the batch and uh, try to input some of our dating experience or inexperience. Every week I let the bachelor kick off the show. So how's life right now, Nick? I miss riding a bike. Kind of fun, right? It's like a swing, you know? It's like, I love to swing. You kind of forget how amazing it is. All right, so I think everything kicked off with a one on one date with Vanessa. She says she's falling in love with Nick. What did you think of Nick's response before I play the clip? Well, what's he, what's he supposed to say? He loves her? There's six girls. What does she expect? Her expectations are too high. I don't know how else to say because she wants the L word. But she gets this clip. And I do believe, even though I've been in love and I've had some great loves of my life, that there is a greater love for me than what I've had. Um, I really, really like you. A lot. All right, so Nick really, really likes her a lot. I, I Could he have said, I'm falling, or I think I'm getting there, or I could see myself... Well, I think you. he, yes, I think he thought he did what was enough, but he doesn't realize that these women are going to overanalyze and microanalyze everything. So while he thinks he did enough, no, she's freaking out now. 
I agree with that take. I've seen a lot of people kind of turning on Vanessa. Basically, if you go to her IMDb, she's got some old credits from where she was like an extra or had a minor part in a bunch of movies and TV shows. This is your world. So you know a lot more about this than me. Is this a cause for her to maybe not be there for the right reasons? or No, they're all fame horse. No, <laughs> every girl in the world wants to be an actress. They want the attention and the hair and makeup chair. No, not at all. I mean, just because she's a special needs teacher doesn't mean she's, you know, like Corinne's in a rap video. They're all, you know, they're all doing their own thing. They're all trying to peddle that verification on Instagram. So I don't think it's, you know... I mean, I think if she does get with Nick, she's going to have to leave her job and they're going to have to like live one of those like publicity lives. Yeah, I think that I think that's the goal. I mean, my my bigger red flag than the failed actress narrative is that she basically disappeared in the fourth act of the show. We found out that she had a disagreement with Rachel, which was completely unaired. And then Vanessa didn't appear at all the rest of the episode. So that yeah, was she my took a she flag. took a note out of Corinne's book and just took a long nap, popped some Ambien and it's just gone. <laughs> probably sleep deprived from all these interviews I, I don't know what to take from Vanessa her date was pretty boring it was kind of disappointing boring but um man if you're if you're picking based on a chick who's got it all I mean she really is beautiful yeah she is like you could I mean I'm, I'm a master at picking flaws out of people but she's got the least amount of flaws That's... and it I, and you want a chick who's going nuts over you it, yeah. it doesn't doesn't always look good but it's like you want a chick who's really into you and she looks like she's into him unlike you know kayla from ben's season or something like that where she's happy and fun and (laughs) there's no passion yeah she's a sociopath (laughs) yeah kayla's a sociopath she has she she just the dumb eyes like she just could she could murder you in your cold blood and just go eat a (laughs) pastrami sandwich after she could not care I saw her and and Olivia on a show the other day. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I love Olivia. I, know. Oh, I love her. Olivia's got great takes. She's just uh, she's just quirky she's a, and yeah. She's honestly everything you want. They made her to be a villain. Are you kidding me? She's funny. It's hard for these chicks to come off funny. Olivia's funny. I don't know anyone on this season that's funny and not in like a villainous type of way. Yeah, maybe Alexis. Like, that's what the world right like. but olivia's got the looks that alexis didn't so mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know all right let's move on to the group date so this was where we're starting to get into more of the fun stuff we had corinne corinne's world episode seven coming at you live and uh, we see corinne in her natural habitat bikinis and yachts so i'm going to insert this clip i've been on a boat bigger than this let me go boating a lot in florida i'm a boater i'm experienced and i look great on a yacht Let's take more clothes off. Where Corinne asked us to take off more clothes. (laughs) All right, so clips in there. What'd you? What was your take on this? Is this a perfect Corinne date or what? Well, she she doesn't compare body wise to the other two in my book. So when she's trying to pull the whole like I'm the hot young one, I think it's like no, you're not. And then I'm I'm actually surprised she like went swimming with the sharks and didn't make it all about her. It was almost like Christina was the one who um, who was all scared and everything, but I don't know. It was weird. They just left Corinne out there. Yeah, did you? So Christina was out there swimming with sharks, but had to come back quickly. Do you think that tracking device in her was setting off the sharks, or what? <laughs> what was? Your... Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Because the Russians have shark spies, so she thought that it was one of her uncles like spying <laughs> on her. They put some laser beams on those sharks. <laughs> 
No, yeah, they don't do. Yeah, the Russians, they don't do water. You know, it's all frozen ice over there. They don't do that. <laughs> Let's talk about the inner thighs. So Nick was rocking the short shorts again. Sky's out, thighs out. And then he has this clip where he's talking about thigh protection. I am one lucky guy right now. Uh, you guys can help me some sunscreen, maybe, perhaps? Get that inner thigh. I don't want that sunburn. <laughs> but I am not going to let girls bring me down when I'm trying to literally win over my fiance. Mm. Yeah, you definitely don't want that inner thigh burn. What do you think about Nick's inseam length? I'm seeing a very strong trend here. Well, like I said, I can't fault the guy. He's got the legs to back it up. But, you know, if you went one more inch, you know, he's 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 ready to have his, like, little Nick Jr. coming out. He's running out of real estate there. But I hate nothing more than the, the shorts that are too long. So I think, he, I think he's got his look. Yeah. At least he's consistent is always my thing. You know, he's not, yeah. it's not a bit. Like, this is his whole wardrobe. I don't mind his style. That's not my I, that's not my issue with Nick. Not a style problem. And really, on the Bachelor, there are very few style issues. They just wear like plain shirts, plain everything. So, I mean, I can, I can respect adding a little flair in there, you know. I just imagine him at like H and M with his mouth closed, like, oh, does this look good on me? Like, oh, I don't know. I'll just I guess I'll get both and return the one I don't want. Like, I just imagine him being so annoying. But he's like talking but, to himself in the mirror, right? Is that oh what yeah, <laughs> yeah. He no one around. No. Nick doesn't have friends that go shopping with him. He's a lone wolf. <laughs> we need to uh, jump back into the boob discussion from last week. So basically, my take ignited all kinds of fires. Apparently, I don't care about boobs now. So I either need to add more gasoline to this fire or extinguish the flames. Yeah, go villain on it. Go villain. So my objective take is that Raven had the nicest boobs. She's low-key, one of the hottest chicks left. I'd say right behind Vanessa. But Christina is just so easy on the eyes. She's just all around. you got to take everything as a full picture. You can't just say, oh, that girl has big boobs, therefore she's super attractive. That's just one piece of the whole puzzle, you know? Christina is very attractive in the sense she could be like a guest jeans model. Like, she's very attractive. She's got like a she, she'd photograph very well, just like Taylor. Taylor would would photograph really well, but then you put him into life, and I just this doesn't click for me. Raven seems very fake. It seems like a fake tan. Um, Raven's kind of the type who wears like the cannon boob uh, bra, but like I don't know what's behind it. Whereas Vanessa, I'm sorry, there there she put some outfits on where like her boobs were sitting up nice without any like added support. It's like you know, like that that's that's built for longevity. Yeah, she's oh, dude, Vanessa. There's no doubt. I think they got to swim around on their date. I mean, I was loving it. Great screen time. But I oh, mean, yeah. I I don't know. You just gotta look at the whole picture, and I feel like everyone. God, I got a lot of got some fire for that comment. But it's all about it's what? a contribution of like intelligence, personality, sense of humor, fitness, your level headedness, your motivation, and then your beauty. And it's just kind of all together, I think. And with a lot yeah, of the bachelor you, people, you don't see any of that, you know, except for their. No, partner. it's. It's not up to us to like shame people, but we can have our preferences. Maybe a guy likes a chick with big tits or a big ass. I mean, girls like guys for their physical attributes too. You got to follow through with personality, but that's not the first thing you notice. 
especially on this show where they just you know they introduce them within like five seconds and that's all you see of them it's like okay yeah you have to like or dislike this person so yeah that was my hot take hopefully i didn't add too much gasoline add the gas burn it down <laughs> blow it up it's like reed doesn't like big boobs is basically what i heard it's like uh <laughs> okay well look this would it it's a show, it's a visual medium right yeah. you know what i mean you gotta watch these things and judge that's why it's the most talked about show it really is because we all have different preferences i personally don't find raven attractive at all and someone thought i was crazy that i thought somebody else would be more attractive than raven i'm like ah, i just don't think she's attractive to me her personality's good but like i don't know i don't buy it you strip that all down what do we have <laughs> A, chi a chick with a fake tan and bad skin. <laughs> We're swimming with sharks. Oh, Dave, I was going to tell you, I saw some wedgies on this episode. I thought you probably uh, liked that. Did you see that? I saw – what, you mean the photoshopped wedgies? No, I saw real wedgies. Uh, there was a, there was a couple. They, but you know what? They'll do the real wedgie from far away. The close-up, oh, okay. they photoshop it. Okay. The FCC, don't get me started on it. It's just <laughs> – you know what I mean? We it's have like wedgie Koreans, talk. <laughs> you can't even show a wedgie. Apparently, though, someone left in my comments on YouTube that um, in Canada, they don't blur it out. They don't blur out all the butt and boob shots. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. So we're, we're living in this censored. Who's China now? We're China. Ooh, interesting. You know what I mean? We're just North Korea watching this. We don't even get the full experience. I mean, I just got back from China. I definitely, <laughs> that comment hits close to home. <laughs> yeah, their censorship. Yeah, it's, they have... it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, basically, uh, no Facebook, no YouTube. They just have their own medium that's controlled. So it's 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 cool, dude. Let's. <laughs> it's cool. They just repress <laughs> their whole society. It's like they it's have cool. this parallel universe. They have all the same apps and everything we do. It's just not connected to ours. It's so weird. Just not a free point of view. That's all. Yeah, no big deal. Cash. One thing I thought became very clear is Corinne is very self-aware. So I'm gonna put this clip of her eating the cheese because she was my spirit animal last night. It's a huge date tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just eating cheese. <laughs> I'm just so nervous. I'm eating my feelings. Yeah, she's eating her feelings. What was your take? Loved it? Endearing? Yeah, go for it. I mean, uh, anything that makes her look like a human being, I'm all about. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a few times this episode that she actually came off normal. But it, then she gets, like the insecurity where she becomes a bitch instead of just showing her real emotions. She channels anger and um, entitlement too much. That's why everyone hates her. But then you see her break down and you're like, oh, she's not too bad because we love when people are broken down. She, yeah, she, and I don't know if you saw on Reddit last night, there was a guy posting that he was with Corinne watching the show with her. Apparently all the girls on the show were shocked at the edit, that this was not the Corinne they saw the whole time. So, they just basically took every clip they have of her and threw them in there is the way it was shocked, shocked with the overall edit. Right. You mean like, because like, she's not a bad person. Yeah. And like none of them were even thinking Corinne, they weren't even worried about Corinne supposedly. Well, yeah, because if you, if you look at some of the group shots, you'll see Corinne in the background, like laughing with one of the girls or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, she said, you know, she got kind of like, they got the, the sound bites out of her, but she looks like she's just a girly girl. Of course she wants to be liked by these other girls. You know, she's so young. She's impressionable. So, yeah, no, I totally I totally could see the, how she's just like a normal girl who 
wants the attention of the other girls. And then when the producer's like, you got any meat for me? She wants the love from the producer. So she, sorry, I keep dropping my phone. So I, I don't know. I like it. I think we figured that out a while ago. We've always been pro Corinne. We just wanted, we want the entertainment. We yeah, know, she's, we know cool. she's not marrying a 36 year old Nick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, let's move on to Danielle M. I felt like we were pretty high on her, but, uh, oof. What yeah, happened? she's the type of girl. She's the type of girl that's like seems really deep and spiritual at first, but then didn't really back it up with like too much playful energy. I mean, we we really just got to see them have a serious date early on, and then what? Nothing. And then they play up the whole like we have nothing to talk about. That's because there's no magnetism because Nick has no personality. Mm-hmm. So Nick needs a girl with a big personality, a Raven, a Corinne. He needs uh, Rachel. He needs a chick who can like he can kind of like be the 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 quiet talker. Danielle's the quiet talker. Two quiet talkers. They just sit there awkwardly, like read a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, basically, I that and they weren't even trying. Like Nick was not. He threw in like just a little bit of effort, and then she would throw back just a little bit of effort. There was no one was really taking over the conversation. It was insane. And that's how it should be in a normal relationship. Like you have your off days, your energy's not right. But in these situations, he's ready to make a move, and you have a dull convo. Like there's no time for that shit. This stuff, this stuff would happen in China. Although it'd be the reverse. It would be like you have all this energy, and you're really excited, and you meet in this one little area, and you're like, "Oh, this is great! I can't wait to get to know this person longer." And then you find out they have a bus leaving in 30 minutes, and you're never gonna see them again. So you just don't even try anymore. You're like, whatever, you know, like. I'll never get to see you again. This was our last opportunity. You know, goodbye. That's kind of how I felt the whole time. Like, they kind of had a little fire in the beginning, and then he's like, sorry, girl, your bus is 30 minutes out. Which is weird, because aren't they from, like, similar parts of the country? Like, you'd, you'd think they'd have a little bit more in common, but, yeah, they just didn't progress, and that's what happened. Some relationships catch fire. I don't think the first impression of Rose has ever won, has it? Like, not that she got it, but, like, you know, she had that early one-on-one, and it's like, where do you go from there? I can't remember who got the first impression rose on Ben's season. It, it might have been Lauren. I can't remember. I thought it was Olivia. Ooh, it might have been. I can't remember. That's, someone maybe, someone maybe correct weird. us. Someone correct yeah. us on this. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. We're, we're, we're crushing it right now. we got to get to what we wanted to see this week. Corinne's sneaky, sneaky night trip. Dude, so much buildup. So little payoff. Well, uh, what do you think happened? Well, all right. So we've got. I'll, let's preface this with we've got the platinum vagine clip. I've got to play this first. It's a classic. I honestly just wanted to see you. Sneaky, sneaky. Because I, ne- I never got full one-on-one time. <laughs> I know how to make a man feel good. Come, let's go to your room for a second, and I do it way better than anyone else because. My heart is gold, but my vagine is platinum. There's a heart of gold and a platinum bleep. I want to <laughs> say they got in there and Nick realized really quickly, like, uh-oh, I'm about to make everyone in America really mad. So, but do you think, do you think anything happened sexually? I think they're like fooling around a little bit and Nick, and let's end this, let's back out. <laughs> Abort. Well, yeah, he knew that, 
I'm pretty sure he knew she wasn't like a finalist. And he's made the mistake before of having sex before the fantasy suite. He's only one girl away from the fantasy suite, right? Is it two or three? Uh, usually crazy. three. It depends. That's crazy. I think Caitlin well, had two. I think she gave him a little bit of a blowjob, and then he made her stop. That's what I think happened. Hmm. I think she went right for it. But um, <laughs> that's just me. That's what I like to believe. Uh, either way, I mean, who cares what, whether it was this or that? Uh, he shut it down. And I don't think she was too upset either. What did she expect? I mean, I know these women don't get shut down too often, but, like, given the situation, she knew. That's just what happens. He's already done the whole, like, have sex before the fantasy suite thing, which is bizarro. I can't get over that season, how he had sex with the chick, and then she married and, and she got engaged to the other guy. I couldn't be that other guy. I couldn't imagine thinking that my girlfriend had sex with another guy on reality TV. No, that's a deal breaker. What about the reverse, where it's like, wow, Nick, were you bad? <laughs> Did you have no skills? Like, yeah, she tested the ride right off the bat. And it was like, well, uh, I'll keep looking at my other options. <laughs> it's such a horrible double standard when you think of like the girl as the bachelorette having sex with the three guys versus the, it's just a, it's just a weird, it, but it's weird because it's, it's this society. We put these cam, we turn these cameras on and we see what should be intimate and not talked about. And um, on one hand, it's like, all right, cool, be you, feminism, go America. But on the other, it's like, oh, boy, you're living with these other chicks, this guy. Like, yeah, he made the right move. He made the right move. I think he really did. He he made the most judicious move because now it's like, oh, Nick isn't such a scumbag. He doesn't just surrender to all of his whims. Like, oh, he's kind of, you know, he has a soul. This is great. You know? Yeah, I hear you, but I don't, me personally, I don't judge him any differently i think i think i could almost give him credit if he let corinne blow him or whatever to be like yeah whatever this is a date i'm on dating but i, I don't know i don't give him any extra credit for saying no but it is oh, I, it was I, very... I don't give him any credit i feel like some people in the audience do though that's what they're going like, for i was just kind of like and eh, what a waste of time <laughs> what a build-up he, yeah he's saying no knowing that they're being filmed and recorded like that wasn't a real test of his faith. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The real test was know. something like Liz at the wedding or something like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, yeah, just because he could hold off having sex with her a week before the fantasy suite, that's not a big... But, by the way, I do not think she makes it to the fantasy suite. I don't think... I mean, I don't think there's... I don't think her, you know, sex, sexually, she's got anything to desire that these other girls don't have. Yeah, we've got... But we're let's talk about someone else who I think does. We we may need a translator here, someone that speaks Nick Vile. Uh, he says, "Would I be similar to the guys that you bring home to your parents?" And uh, I've got that clip here. I, I am nervous. Will I be similar to the guys you did before? Will I be different? Will they be like, "Oh no, this makes sense," or they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I yes and no. No, my translation was, "Have you ever brought home a white mumbler to your?" exactly exactly <laughs> and she's like no i've never brought home a white dude and that's fine what was your um, take on this is this what what does this mean for let's let's just i guess everyone it's not really a spoiler at this point about who the next bachelorette is what does this kind of say about her as the next bachelorette um i think i don't think it'll change bachelorette too much i mean i think they'll have a couple more black dudes um naturally naturally 
the dating pool skews more to her ethnicity. That's that's common sense. But I don't think it'll change much. I think I think Rachel likes has showed that she likes white guys and probably I'm assuming likes black guys. So I don't think it'll change much. I think I think Rachel's a really good pick, to be honest. Um, I, my only problem with her as Bachelorette is I like her a lot. So I don't even know where I'm going to start making fun of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like, and that's a that's yeah. a compliment. <laughs> my, yeah. Dang, that's so nice from you, Dave. You, you I know. Need to record You're this. Welcome. We need to record this and repeat it. <laughs> yeah, basically, my preseason take on Rachel was smart, fit, attractive, and like comes from Texas, so probably pretty level-headed. Pretty much a perfect pick for a bachelorette. She really doesn't need this franchise. I mean, she's a practicing lawyer. Um, obviously. She, by doing bachelorette, she's pretty much tossing away her law degree. I mean, you're not going to get back into law. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to be defending some case, and then they're going to be like, objection, uh, you had sex with three dudes on camera, no credibility. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I just, oh. But will it be, will bachelorette be rated higher or lower? I think it'll be about where it's supposed to be. I think the people that watch will watch. And if people don't watch, they're fu- they're they're idiots because oh, yeah. it's it's it'll be in- it'll be entertaining. She's a gr- she seems like a great person. She really does. I would I, date her in a second. I just hope. Well, I'm definitely submitting my tape for Bachelorette, so uh, I'll be in the pool. But I want her to be a little more interesting than Nick and realer than JoJo, and I think she'll be a huge success if she can just like get past these two horrible extremes. I think she'll oh yeah, be she'll be way more way more real than JoJo, and I like JoJo at first, but it's like, what are we what are we talking about here? Some you know chick with bolt-ons that wants to be famous. I mean, like prove me otherwise. Mm-hmm. So at least Rachel's got um, a lot of like infrastructure around her life as who she is, and that I don't think her identity will be like carved out by who the Bachelorette wants her to be. No, and she was probably the most fun girl aside from corinne on the show this last episode so yeah, she's gonna be dancing the whole time she's gonna be wearing <laughs> sexy outfits she'll be good she'll be good dude who's going to hometowns i guess the real question is does corinne make it uh, oh boy you know the producers are really gonna want that but if corinne yeah maybe um maybe it's easier to get to corinne's hometown than rachel's hometown just because it's like really you think rachel's dad being a judge is really gonna let that fly mm-hmm. so maybe rachel goes home now I don't know. Which I w- I would never if I'm just judging on the girls, I would I would say Rachel makes it farther than Corinne, but knowing that Rachel's going to be the bachelorette and that she comes from a like a a family of like serious like lawyers and judges. It's like do they want to play that game versus Corinne's family is going to be Raquel, that you know what I mean? It's going to be of course they would love that. So I think Rachel's I think Rachel's going home. Well, <clears throat> I guess we'll find out. Any last words? Anything else we forgot? Just happy Valentine's Day. Happy love Valentine's the ones you love. Day. Everyone call your mothers. Tell them hi. <laughs> I don't know. Should I tell her through this podcast and she probably listens? Yeah, tell your mom I got her a dozen roses right here. Yeah, I love and, you, Mom. Uh, Dave's got you the roses. <laughs> He's going to ship them. Yeah, they're on their way. Well, dude, have a great rest of your day. Where can we find you again? Hit us with the, uh, uh, the addresses. Just find me, Dave Neal, on Facebook. Come say hi. And then on YouTube, just search Dave Neal. Uh, if you want to check out my stand-up, it's all on there. If you want to see me perform live, just stay in touch. I'll get you tickets to a show. Dude, I'm, I'm coming out to L.A., man, 100%. Let's do it. Come out. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, thanks for joining me, Dave, and uh, thanks for listening to Dudes Watch The Bachelor. Dave has his own YouTube channel, like he said, Dave Neal Actor. I'm on YouTube, that's Dudes Watch, all one word, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram has all the clips to the show. For the newest, for the new listeners, thank you for listening. Message me, reach out, tell us what you like or dislike, and we'll change accordingly. So, without further ado, happy Valentine's Day. Bye! Bye. Be mine.